What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more content at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in video land. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk. So if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys, I did an episode, man, it seems like a decade ago. It was titled Critics with Attitude, which is another name that Videoland goes by. But the episode was about being able to speak our uncensored minds, you know, letting people be themselves. As the leader of this group, I decided early on not to neuter my co-hosts. You know, I didn't want my friends to turn on the mic and then turning on the mic automatically change their personality and their opinions. You know, I could reach so many more people if I turned Video Land into this family-friendly group. You know, the podcast that you listen to with your grandma after church on Sundays. You know, I can't sacrifice my personality or the group for more hits. That's not cool. That's not how I work, you know. My big mission statement is pretty much be real. You know, be 100% real. The guy you hear on these podcasts is who you get at Walmart or Fresh Time or Planet Fitness. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing some fake character just to get you to like me or to get get you to like the group. You know, with me, you get what you get. You know, a big influence that decided the structure of this group was um, comedian and podcaster, uh, sports commentator Joe Rogan. I mean, goddamn, what a dream career, right? He's my celebrity idol. I've met him a few times. Great dude. Um, I have a quote in front of me from Joe in 2000. He said, I've always felt that the best comedy is uncensored because your mind is uncensored. When I write my stuff, I write it because that's what I'm really thinking. I treat the audience as if they're my best friend. It's out there. You know, it's definitely out there. But you know what? My brain is out there. You know, he's real and I appreciate that. He's not a cultured robot, you know, selling us the same shit that everyone else is shoveling. So I guess my point here is uh, if comedy should be uncensored, I figured that was a pretty good rule for movie criticism and just adventures in video land. And I think I think people should be able to speak their mind. And I'm not talking about the straight up asshole. You know, nobody wants to listen to the asshole. And more times than not, we can all point out the straight asshole in the room, you know, or for him. You know what I'm saying? You can tell the difference between jokes and just asshole people, you know? You can tell the difference between comedians telling jokes and then people are just fucking mean assholes, you know? If all your jokes are offensive, if you are just trying to hurt people all the time, that's not cool. You know, I think we should all definitely ask the question, what's our intention behind our comedy, our podcast, our movie criticism? You know, is it to just straight up offend and to be a dick? You know, not to even be humorous, but just to... Just to be an asshole, you know? Or is it just to be loose and to have fun and to blur the lines and to create a dialogue? You know, I'm hard on movies. I've been nicknamed the guy who secretly hates movies. You know, it's not because I want to rip movies apart and be an ass, but because there's a lot of shit out there. But I always try to find the joke or laugh and, and have... And have a fun time with the podcast, most of the time. You know, sometimes the shit gets serious and you just want to strangle somebody for being a fucking titty head. But look, man, I think it's okay to say the unpopular things. The things that a lot of people are thinking or that they're just afraid to say. My friends say some of the most fucked up offensive shit I've ever heard. And you know what else? 
They're good fucking people that would give you the shirt off their back. There's a great Ricky Gervais article titled, The Only Real Offense is Not Being Offensive. Please read it, man. If you take anything from this podcast tonight, just let it be this. I'll highlight the article, but go go read the whole full interview. Basically, he says, we'd all be better off if we started disagreeing more and stopped being so goddamn sensitive. You know, he says that arguing can be healthy, different opinions are okay. He also says that no harm came from discussing an alleged taboo subject. You know, some of the most interesting things are taboo. And just because you're offended, it doesn't mean you're right. You know, there are different worldviews. People are raised differently. And we all see the world in different ways. He also says, don't subscribe to shit you don't like. That's an easy one, man. Do you know, how many people do you know that just want to bitch? You know, and just to wrap this article up, he says, use common sense ground rules. Don't be a dickhead just to be a dickhead. And if you dish it out, you better be able to take it. It's a great article. Go check it out. Um, I pulled up a great interview with Mel Brooks also, um, the director of Blazing Saddles, which, by the way, would not get made in 2019. He was asked about this PC culture, you know, and he said, political correctness is strangling comedians. It's not good for comedy. Comedy has to walk a thin line. It has to take risks. Comedy is the leecherous little elf whispering in the king's ear, always telling the truth about human behavior. I also want to bring up George Carlin. He was once asked how far comedy should be able to go, and he said, it's a comedian's duty to find the line and deliberately cross over it. Man, I would hate to be a comedian in this culture. In 2019, all you can tell are chicken cross the road jokes, and even that's iffy. I feel people are afraid to say that they laughed at things that they actually think are funny. Oh God, you know, what will people think about me? You know, Carlin has this bit on seven words, the seven words you can never say on television, shit. Uh, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. <laughs> I, re I remember him screaming at the TV, they're only words! They're only fucking words! Words can't hurt you, alright? Again, I don't support the asshole in the room, the guy that's just being an asshole to be an asshole. And I do understand, guys, that some things are controversial, right? The world isn't black and white, but as a general rule, man, words can't hurt you. Too many times, man, we let every word cripple us and we're just left crying in the corner. Oh, why did he say that? He's so offensive. Which brings me to a classic saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me, right? It's this idea that you might be able to hurt me by physical force, but not with words, which brings us to the new Dave Chappelle special, right? Sticks and stones. It is getting roasted by the PC culture, this cancel culture, this my pussy hurts culture, you know? You say one wrong thing and it's off with your head, you know, get the pitchforks and let's fuck the celebrity in the ass, you know, let's just throw them in the fire and be done with them. Can you imagine the Dave Chappelle show if it came out today? It's considered classic television, but it wouldn't last a second in this culture. And here's the thing about the Dave Chappelle special, right? I don't think he's trying to alienate or completely destroy a group of people, you know? He makes fun of everyone, all right? Michael Jackson, Juicy Smollett, <laughs> black people, gay people, white people. All right, I'm as white as white can be, and I laugh my ass off, you know? White people have a fucked up history, you know? You know what? Fuck that. All people have a fucked up history. 
You know, I always say, you know, one thing I know for certain, if there's nothing fucked up about you, I can't trust you because you're a lying asshole. All people are fucked up. Man, I laughed my ass off this entire hour-long special. Does that make me a bad person? Fuck no, man. Loosen up. We need people, I think, like Chappelle, to take a giant step over the line. It's controversial. It's offensive. And you know what else? It's one of the best comedy specials to come out this year. Honestly, guys, I think it's one of the most important specials ever. Let me underline that, okay? Ever. And let me put an exclamation point on Ever, all right? Because of the time that we live in, man. There's a petition right now to get it removed from Netflix. How about this? If you don't like edgy comedy, don't watch edgy comedy. You know, don't ruin it for the rest of us. You know, stick with the Christian comedians like Mark Lowry, you know, if that's what you like. You know, I don't think this culture, I don't think this culture will be happy until we're all living in a bubble telling safe jokes. You know, this entire planet will soon be a bunch of Charlie Chaplins and Lucille Balls. Can you imagine the 80s, man, if we had this PC mentality? There'd be no Eddie Murphy. There'd be no Richard Pryor. There'd be no Sam Kinison. I mean, can you imagine? Let's just think about this. Can you imagine cinema in general? We wouldn't have The Exorcist. I mean, your mother sucks cocks in hell and then getting jabbed in the pussy with a crucifix. That doesn't play well in 2019, guys, all right? We wouldn't have Tropic Thunder. Man, I love, I absolutely love Robert Downey Jr.'s blackface. He's so good in Tropic Thunder. And he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. He got beat by Heath Ledger. Guess what, guys? Not in 2019, all right? It, it just wouldn't happen. We wouldn't have Team America. Fucking great movie. We wouldn't have uh, Clockwork Orange. All right. I feel like we're we're all living in a 2019 remake of Fahrenheit 451. Instead of burning our books, they're burning our books, movies, music, comedy, anything that's not PC. All right. We're in this demolition man culture where you can't cuss, you can't have sex. Actually, I just pulled up IMDb. I love this quote from Dennis Leary's character. So in uh in Demolition Man, he says, "I'm the kind of guy that likes to sit in a greasy spoon and wonder, gee, should I have the T-bone steak or the jumbo rack of barbecued ribs with a side order of gravy fries? You know, I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buckets of cheese, okay? I want to smoke Cuban cigar the size of Cincinnati in the non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green jello all over my body reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to, okay, pal? I've seen the future. Do you know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas drinking a banana broccoli shake singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer winner. Wow, that is prophetic. We are so close to becoming a bunch of fucking 47-year-old wieners. All right? The new Rambo movie is being roasted right now because he kills Mexicans and Mexico looks like a shithole. Have you seen Desperado? Robert Rodriguez made it look like a shithole, all right? Have you seen the two Sicario movies? Have you seen Traffic? Based on all the cinematic evidence, Mexico is a shithole, all right? The new Rambo is an action movie with, with bad guys that happen to be Mexican cartel, all right? Jesus Christ, were we supposed to have a scene that just shows the beauty of Mexico? No. It's the fucking cartel. 
Man, I'm seriously over here like, what the fuck, man? Can't we have a simple action movie anymore? And nobody mentions that the two closest people to Rambo are Mexicans. Anyway, getting off subject, back on subject. Critics with attitude isn't for everyone, all right? I completely get that. Some people will follow me and some won't. I don't give a shit, man. If you're following me, that's great, man. I have to be real to me and my beliefs. Uh, to fans of this community I've built, man, I believe in edgy comedy. I believe in blurring the lines. I believe in telling our darkest thoughts. I believe in being 100% real and not a fake fucking robot, all right? Where we all do the same things like the same fucking things. Fuck that, man. Be a real person and stop being offended at every little thing. And something else. You know what's wrong with us as a collective? We forgot to forgive, you know? We just want to watch people drown in their mistakes. It's honestly disgusting. We can't wait to see who is on the chopping block next. And there's no fair process, man. You know, it's it's they're guilty, lock them up. And it's, it's funny how we pick and choose, right? Who gets canceled in this canceled culture, right? Matt Stone and Trey Parker, man. Brilliant minds behind South Park. I think they're immune to the backlash, man. They've been offending people. They've been offending the shit out of people for 20 fucking years. And nobody says shit. I think, honestly, I mean, they, they took some heat back in the day. I think the critics gave up. You know, they're still killing it. They are fucking genius comedians, and I'm glad they haven't been outed. Um, but anyway, let's let's wrap this rant fest up. I'm going a little bit over my time. Let me end with two quotes, all right, from Roger Rabbit and one from Thomas Jefferson, all right? Roger Rabbit, which also wouldn't get released today. Can you imagine? Let's talk about that. Can you imagine Disney releasing Roger Rabbit today? I, I interviewed the author, okay? It's been about a year ago. And he said no way that it would get released in this culture that we live in. Um, but Roger said, a laugh can be a very powerful thing. Why sometimes in life, it's the only weapon we have. Guys, don't forget to laugh. And don't forget, Roger was being hunted down. All the tunes were being hunted and fucking dipped. All right. But Roger found comedy in his situation. You know, something so dark, as dark as that. He still found time to laugh. All right. Um, reason I bring that up is I actually have a Roger Rabbit poster, and it's actually signed by the name's escaping me right now. Um, but the gentleman who voiced Roger Rabbit, and that quote is on the poster. It's a powerful quote, guys. And my last quote from Thomas Jefferson. But it does me no injury for my neighbor to say there are 20 gods or no god. It neither picks my pocket nor breaks my leg. Don't grab my wiener or take my crap unless I ask you to. Just be cool and we have no problems. Thomas Jefferson. All right. What he's basically saying here is one's views and opinions can't harm you. All right. It does you no injury if someone tries to share their beliefs with you. It might annoy you. It might annoy the fucking fire out of you. Right. But it doesn't pick your pocket. It doesn't break your leg, all right? If someone gets in your face and grabs your wiener, that sticks and stones, all right? But words, words can't hurt you. So loosen up and learn to forgive. Let's laugh. Let's run around naked with jello dripping off our fucking balls, all right? Let's enjoy Stallone ripping out the bad guy's heart. Spoilers. Let's loosen the fuck up. Anyway, guys, those are my quick thoughts. 
I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section of this episode. Do you think Sticks and Stones is one of the best comedy specials of all times? Let me know. Let me know what comedy specials you guys are watching, what comedy specials you guys recommend, and maybe I'll talk about them next time. Anyway, guys, thanks for going on this adventure with me. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. If you're looking for a long-form podcast with some guys just shooting the shit about movies, then look for our weekly episodes on the website. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, be offensive. Yeah.